Welcome to the Kingdom Influencing Podcast, and I'm your host, Derek L. Calhoun. KIPP, for short, brings you an exclusive look at the nature of humanity as we interface with culture and society in and out of our relationship with God. It explores the unique and contrasting position of having a biblical worldview versus a secular or societal worldview. I will explore these topics using the powerful and dynamic tools of the didactic narrative, teaching a relevant truth through storytelling, biblical exposition, teaching Bible principles, and of course, real talk. My background scans a diversity of over 35 years of work in education, government, law, ministry, business development, and consulting, respectively. Each guest speaker will bring a variety of wisdom and insight to life topics and situations that we encounter on a daily basis. So all I need you to do now as listeners is to sit back and enjoy the podcast, spread the word about KIPP, the Kingdom Influencing Podcast, and I will be your host, Derek L. Calhoun. That's hashtag KIP, hashtag KIP. Help me to make KIP your favorite Friday podcast. Now, let's get started. Hey, 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 welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Kingdom Influencing Podcast. Uh, I just want to take the time to thank all of you, all of you. I know I've I've thanked you before, but uh, over 10,000 downloads is something to celebrate and um, to really rejoice in the God of our salvation. I also want to really, really take the time to thank all of my international audience. I want to call out just a few nations that I've seen in my analytics lately. Brazil, welcome. Albania, welcome. Bulgaria, welcome. Canada, welcome. Of course, the United Kingdom, welcome. And India, welcome. Thank you so much for sharing in this podcast and being a part of it. And of course, those of us who are in the United States of America, I appreciate every one of you all from the East Coast to the West Coast who are now part of the Kingdom Influencing Nation, KIPP Nation, KIPP Nation, the Kingdom Influencing Podcast Nation. I hope you are enjoying some of the reels that I'm producing on Facebook and uh, Instagram. Um, And you can just look up my name, Derek L. Calhoun. And you'll find me on uh, several uh, pages on Facebook and Instagram. But listen, I want to get right, right into it. We have been having wonderful, wonderful discussion. And uh, I want to continue to build on what God has been saying to us. So let's take a brief look at uh, the book of Acts looking at uh, Barnabas and Saul, um, really starting at verse uh, chapter 13, verses 1 through 5. I'm going to read quick, one quick five verses, a quick five verses. Just sit back, relax as you are driving. I hope you are uh, doing some drive time podcast listening. All right. Now in the church, that was... At Antioch, there were certain prophets and teachers. Barnabas, Simeon, who was called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, 
Manian, who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said, Now separate to me Barnabas and Saul. I want to, want to read that part again. That's critical. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said, Now separate to me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Then, having fasted and prayed and laid hands on them, they sent them away. So being sent out by the Holy Spirit, they went down to Seleucia, and from there they sailed to Cyprus, and when they arrived in Salamis, they preached the word of God in the synagogues of the Jews. They also had John as their assistant. But the critical, I think the critical three verses are really the first three. And I want to read that, that again. And now separate to me Barnabas and Saul. Then having fasted and prayed and laid hands on them, they sent them away. So listen to that. God spoke to me. Really, really spoke to me. And and I want to talk um, from the topic, the fear of separation. The fear of separation. The fear of separation. Because many, many, many people, and this is a really precarious time in the body of Christ. And many people are being called to various destinations around the country, around the world, around the state. Uh, people are being called to different works, unfamiliar works, by a familiar God. Unfamiliar works by a familiar God. But in order to do these unfamiliar works or these unfamiliar manifestations to occur in our lives, we have to be willing to be separated. And there's so many different routes that we could go when we talk about being willing to be separated uh, from uh, Abraham and his time, you know, get thee away from thy father's house. There's, there's David uh, in the wilderness um, being a shepherd. There's so many illustrations in the Bible of people being called by God, but they're being, listen carefully, a period of preparation that precedes the move and the call of God. A period of a preparation that precedes the call and the move of God. In other words, God cannot use us if we are not prepared. Now, part of this preparation is not just being knowledgeable of the word, not just having a prayer life, not just uh, being a certain age, but part of this preparation has to do with spiritual maturity, character building, spiritual maturity, character building. So we have to allow God to build our character. We have to allow God to build our character. And if we do that, it will prepare us 
for the next move of God in our life. So let me give you this quote that God gave me. It was very clear to me. He said this, every significant moment or move of God in your life will require some degree of separation. Every significant moment or move of God in your life will require some degree of separation. So I'm, I'm talking to someone who's out there listening, who's driving, who may be at home uh, folding some clothes or uh, washing dishes or, uh, or just um, sitting in the room listening quietly or during your meditation time. But here's what God is saying to those of us who understand that word. Don't be afraid to be separated for the work that God has called you to do. In other words, we need to trust God for daily directives and provision. Many of us are, are loose cannons. We essentially just do what we want to do. We wake up and we pray later and ask God, you know, what's your will? If we even consult him on that day, we may miss two, three days without praying at all. But God wants to have a deeper relationship with us. He wants to have a relationship where we are connected to him in such a way that we hear his voice. And we're not talking about just audible. We're talking about the reading of his word. So when we read God's word, when you open your Bible, it should speak volumes to you. Let me take you deeper. Moses was going to be our example this, this afternoon or this morning, whatever time of day it is where you are. Moses went into the desert in his flesh, but he came out of the desert hearing God. You remember this? Initially, Moses wanted to help people that did not want to be helped. He, he went, he killed the Egyptian and because the Egyptian was uh, mocking and, and uh, taxing and oppressing uh, the Israelites. And they, in, in essence, asked him what he was doing and who told you you are our leader. But 40 years later, not only did they want help and deliverance, they were willing to follow a man they rejected 40 years earlier. Listen to this. Timing is everything. You can't take responsibility for a work that God has not been, a work that has not been given to you by God. You cannot take responsibility for a work that has not been given to you by God. We have to wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. Allow God to strengthen our heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. So whatever the last thing God told you to do, you continue to do that until he moves you. But the move may require separation. The work has to mature or to be ripe. In other words, not only do you have to be right, the work that you're getting ready to put your hands to has to be right. In the same way, you have to mature and be right so that you can handle this situation or circumstance that not only affects you, you remember we discussed this last week, but it affects generations. Generations of people are affected by singular acts of obedience that we commit to under the auspices of God or under the will of God. So, okay, so let's stop and pause for a minute and take this up another level. 
Immaturity cannot lead maturity. So God cannot allow someone who's immature to handle a, situ handle a situation that has only been prepared for the mature. In other words, even if the situation is right and it's time, if your character has not been prepared properly, God will not allow you to put your hands on the situation until your heart, his heart, is aligned with your character and covered by his will. His heart, your character, covered by his will. So let me let me let me sharpen this toolbox a little bit more. Let's sharpen this just a little bit more and let's go a little deeper. So God will take the time to build character and purpose in you. Your call is your test of obedience, but your purpose is the reason you were born in the earth. Your call is simply a test of obedience. We're obedient to God. We do what he asked us to do. We, we walk in the call that he's giving us, but then he gives us purpose. And that's the reason you were born in the earth. So then understand this. Purpose cannot be pursued without a knowledge of God's will and the perfecting of character. That makes sense now? Purpose cannot be pursued without a knowledge of God's will and the perfecting of character. No one and nothing is prepared for the journey unless you go through this process of separation with God. All right? So watch this. Moses knew how to relate to royalty because he lived in a palace, but he had no clue of how to live in the desert until he had spent 40 years in exile living the life of a nomadic shepherd. It was at this point he was mature enough to handle the assignment. Watch this. After a 40-year exile. Now, I'm not saying that God's going to separate you for 40 years. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that whether it's a short separation like Barnabas and Paul had, where they had to be separated from their friends and immediately put in position to fulfill a specific purpose that God had for their life and for the nations and cities that they would teach to, or whether it's some extended period of time, separation is always involved. God will separate you from the people, your friends, your family. God will separate you from familiar places. God will separate you from old habits. God will set you, uh, separate you from people who are uh, uh, not evolving with you. He, he is a separator because he knows what he needs from you. And he knows that separation always gets our attention. And so you can't be afraid of it. You can't be afraid to be in a different place, in a different position, doing different things, because when you do different things, God will give you different results. All right. So watch this. Moreover, it is at the same point that the children of Israel were ready to leave the undue burden and stress of their taskmaster. So at the same point that Moses was matured and Moses was ready to lead the people of Israel. It was at the same point 
that the backs of the children of Israel were broken in such a way that they wanted nothing more than to be delivered. Remember, 40 years earlier, they didn't want to be delivered. But 40 years later, they wanted to be delivered. 40 years earlier, they didn't want Moses to have anything to do with them and ask them, ask him who appointed you judge or leader over us. 40 years later, they're saying, man, if this man can deliver us, let's go. So you have to see how God set this thing up. And just like God set this thing up for the children of Israel, God will set this thing up for you. And it's not for you. It wasn't for Moses. It was for the nations. Your obedience will set the course of nations if you just follow the will of God. So what am I saying? All things work together for the good. Moses' exile and being separated for a season from the people he would eventually deliver worked out to the glory of God. And so will the separation God is calling you to. Even if you do not understand it, remember God has a plan for your life. So don't be afraid to be separated from your familiar surroundings and old habits. Let God give you new surroundings and the development of new habits that you will need to fulfill his assignment for the next season or dimension of your life. Remember this, as I close, separation in Christ is a part of God's divine initiative, a part of God's divine directive. And if you allow God to take you where he wants to take you, you will discover that the plan that you thought you had was not his plan, but the plan that he has and the plan that he hid from you until a time such as this is the plan that you were created to be a part of from the very foundation of the world. I want you to remember this. What? You have been listening to the Kingdom Influencing Podcast. And because you've been listening to this podcast, here's what I, here's what I want you to remember. Go and influence the nations. God bless. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Share this with your friends, family, and colleagues. Make sure you subscribe. Take care. God bless.